The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus went out and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. When the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel reading is familiar to many of us. It's a story that I remember very much from growing up. And one of the familiar interpretations about this Gospel reading is for us to wonder whether we are the fertile soil for the seed sower. What I'd like to suggest to you today is that that's an oversimplification, I think, of what Jesus is getting at. There are times in our lives where we are the rocky soil, and there are times in our lives where we are the path, and there are times in our lives where we are basically a thorny thistle patch. And if truth be told, in our inner life, we are even more complicated than that. There are parts of our hearts and our lives and our relationships that are all of these things at the same time. I come from a family with deep roots in farming. I only found that out just a couple of years ago when my brother and I were working on our family tree. While I'm mostly Brit, 
now in my blood. If we go back far enough in the Helmer family name, we discovered that there was a group of Palatine Germans who came over in the 18th century to this land and settled just outside of Utica, New York, and they were all farmers. And that's still somewhere in my genes. And nothing tells me more about that than my cousin, my cousin Jacob, who still works the land in the Midwest where I grew up. He's become, you could say, a professional farmer. And it was just a couple of weeks ago while I was talking with my parents and they were talking with my uncle that we learned that John, my uncle, was helping with the combines, helping Jacob with the harvest. The spring wheat had sprung up and it was time to bring it in and take it to the grain elevators. Now, if you ask any farmer today, you will learn yet again that farming is a very threadbare business. It's always about walking a very fine line between cost and profit. And in fact, most farmers today, even those who till many, many acres of land, will tell you that they have to borrow and they have to take enormous risks and they have to be very careful with everything that they apply. Even today, with all the science that's involved that calculates the seeds and the yields and the pesticides and the soil quality and the moisture, the farmers are still vulnerable to how much rain falls, when the snows come, when the frost lands and whether or not a storm comes through at the last minute that takes out the whole thing. In that very narrow way, even with all the technology and the machinery that's used today in big agriculture, the risks and the life are still very similar to what they were in the first century when Jesus offered this parable. And that is that the farmers take enormous risks and have to eke out a living from that risk. In that sense today, the gospel is absolutely outrageous because we have a God who is completely profligate. He flings seed everywhere. What is he thinking? He's just throwing away his money. He's not even bothering to carefully till a row. He's not even breaking out his hoe to make sure that the seeds are uniform in the soil. And even more outrageous is that Jesus says he's getting yield that is a hundredfold and sixtyfold and thirtyfold. One of our members this week in Bible study reminded us that a farmer, when he sits, or she sits down and calculates what a good yield will be, they're normally thinking threefold or fourfold would be a great yield. So what Jesus is depicting is a God who is absolutely profligate when it comes to sowing the seed of the word. Reckless, almost. And yet the yields are extraordinary. 
It's a message that we are called to take away, particularly in a time as we are all living through right now, where we run in fear sometimes, in fear of scarcity. Jesus wants us to understand that in those places in our hearts and in our lives where there is fertile soil, we should expect an incredible harvest, a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold, that it completely overcomes whatever else has been wasted on the thorny soil and the paths and the rocky soil of our lives. That, in fact, is the good news, is it not? That despite the worst sides of ourselves, something extraordinary is unfolding in that fertile soil wherever it may be found. And that we are heirs of an inheritance of profligate grace, of a God who sows with abandon, who sows with love, for the world's redeeming. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread, and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.